Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Let's go bowling! It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the random and insignificant bowl game ambassador. And with me, as always, is AJ all bowl games are created equal because I'm a Michigan fan, Marchese. Uh, yeah, and I'm most excited for the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, Rob. Yeah, after your, your big uh, Michigan Citrus Bowl victory, you guys brag about that for a couple years? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Diggs is out, Lewis is out, let's go. Yeah, Harbaugh said all Michigan players are playing. Yeah, they'll get cut if they don't play. Today, we're going to go through every bowl game and tell you who the top 2020 NFL draft prospect on every bowl team is. And then we'll preview and pick the upcoming slate of bowls. Lots of bowls. Let's hit this bowl. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Going out to Vegas, maybe. Looking for a young or a 2-0. Don't draft a running back on the first day. Don't draft a running back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is ten times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, Try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So, if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Between bowl season, NBA, and NHL, and NFL playoffs, it's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid, mybookie. Before we jump into uh, bowl by bowl, team by team, top prospects where AJ can gush about people nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. Uh, couple, a couple house cleaning items, starting with the senior bowl tracker. We get two more acceptances um, with the entire roster coming out later today. 
so on the Wednesday show, we'll go through the final acceptances, which, I mean, the quarterbacks are the most interesting thing, with Anthony Gordon still being the only one to uh, officially accept. So, lots of, uh, lots of analysis on that later in the week. Anyway, uh, only two. Uh, starting with a junior who just graduated early, uh, Arizona State running back Eno Benjamin. Yeah, uh, guy we've played for a long time. Going to the senior rule is exciting. Clear top 10 running back in this class who's definitely yeah. in the top five conversation. I wonder how much his like skill set's going to help him there. I think, again, especially with running backs, we've talked about it all the time. In these settings, it's not the best place for them yeah. to like really help themselves or hurt themselves. Uh, it's really just about seeing them catch the football out of the backfield and uh, pass block. So I think, mm-hmm. especially because he's a smaller guy, he's like 5'9", 201, I believe. Um, seeing how he'll, he holds up as a pass protector, I think, is going to be quite big. Uh, I also I think he's got pretty nice hands, so I, I don't think there will be yeah, any questions too. there. Um, yeah. and, and, I mean, seeing him in that setting, and let's say, especially because he's such a uh, – he, he's like an electric runner. Um, mm-hmm. So I think seeing, like, if he is, like, clearly the – best short area quickness runner in that group I, yeah. I think that's another big thing like if he just stands out above the rest of the guys but uh adding him zach moss and Keyshawn vaughn gives you three potential top 10 running backs in the class so it's a good senior bowl <laughs> running back group it, even though we kind of weren't totally sure entering the year about it but obviously mm-hmm. adding a guy like Eno benjamin who's not a true senior but adding him bolsters it like a massive amount can totally imagine Benjamin just running like at a hundred percent on a practice play where they're only supposed to be like seventy five percent and making a linebacker look silly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and for him, it's his, uh, it's such a bonus because their offensive line was so bad at Arizona State this year. Yeah, there'd be games where I think we both had him for a couple times for a play the box score where mm-hmm. it, it would be like he played awesome. The numbers don't reflect it because they just gave him nothing. So seeing him even in practice situations. Behind a competent offensive line, I think could do a lot for him. Yeah, like, agreed. A definite day two back in my mind. I think he's like on the fringe, like third or fourth round for me. I I, I think just again, this is the place for him to really secure himself, though. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and then also joining him, uh, Ohio State uh, interior defensive lineman Devon Hamilton, uh, a guy who's kind of. He, I, I don't want to say an unknown. He ended the year kind of under the radar, though, on a very highly publicized Ohio yeah. State defensive line. Um, yeah. And then was consistently the best interior defensive lineman for them all season. Uh, potential day three guy who I, I like his quickness. Uh, like, as a three-tech in a, a like a one-gap system, I think that's where he's making his money. So seeing him in pass rush drills, that's gonna do a ton for him potentially some people really like him though kind of a surprising addition when there's already so many guys at that position (laughs) hey Jim Nagy just wants the best of the best doesn't care how many defensive tackles the whole roster could be defensive tackles if that's what we're called for amen amen Jim but yeah Uh, and again we'll we'll uh, go through the final acceptance well in quotation marks the final acceptance is uh, uh, for the Wednesday show which will include lots of quarterback talk. Here's the hoping we get Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, and Jordan Love. Fingers crossed. Uh, quickly, East-West Shrine game in NFLPA Bowl notables. 
Uh, start with the East West Shrine game. Three notables this week. Navy quarterback Malcolm Perry, Boise State wide receiver John Hightower, Alabama DB Shaheem Carter. Uh, I mean, highlight real game for Malcolm Perry this week, baby. I, I, it looks good. <laughs> I mean, why not have him there? Um, I, yeah. I not as a quarterback, but like I, if if he's gonna be there, they should move him around and see uh, what he can add. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and I'm sure he'll be open to that. Dynamic runner, obviously. Just you mentioned he just came off a 300 yard rushing performance <laughs> in their massive win over Army. Um, he he like. Slot receiver, running back, moving around. I'm sure mm-hmm. some like he's going to be in a camp somewhere. Looks at maybe returning the ball too. Yeah, definitely. Camps. Yeah. Um, and then John Hightower, I think, kind of quietly one of the best deep threats in the class. It's a, yes. if it wasn't this great of a class, I think there'd be a good chance he'd be at the Senior Bowl. I I totally agree because he was always one of those guys that was not under the radar but talked about for a a group of five school. Um, and yeah, like you said, one of the best deep ball threats, and I uh, I think that's a good get for the East West. Yeah, game. like I think for him getting there and showing off improved right running ability, showing mm-hmm. he's more than just a, a nine yard deep threat type guy would be huge for yep. him. Uh, and then Shaheem Carter is one of my like kind of I, I would say one of my guys um, who he, he he's kind of played all over that Alabama secondary. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's a nickel in the NFL, a really aggressive clean tackler like. I think an early day three potentially guy. Like I think he's one of the better prospects at the East West Shrine game. Yeah, fair enough. I, again, we've talked about it. It's a pretty good roster this year. And they all are. All three games. I think it's just a yeah. really good draft class. I'll say mm-hmm. it. Well, that's a bold prediction, bro. I'm saying it. It's a good class, yeah. Uh, it's fun, too. I don't know. And the NFL PA Bowl added one of, uh, I, I think, our guys. Uh, yeah. Memphis wide receiver Antonio Gibson. Yeah, that's another fun kid. And then another guy that's going to be used all over, and that's going to be fun to see there. He's such a weird prospect yeah. just because, like, when you look at him, you just look like he looks like just a, a height, weight, speed receiver. But then, because Mike Norvell's a genius, he plays yep. snaps in the backfield. He's playing all over. And, I mean, just yep. watch him against SMU this year where, he had, what was it, 386 total yards and scored a touchdown three different ways. Yeah. Um, he he's a Cordell Patterson type of mm-hmm. option Weapon. who yeah. I think can add a ton on special teams as well. So I'm actually kind of surprised he's at the table and not at at least these West Shrine game, but I really want to see him at the combine. Yeah, me too. I like because I guess it, just because he kind of came out of nowhere and it was already a senior. Like it's I don't know if he had more time there, it would have been really interesting. I will say as I did his game against SMU. Um, Demonte Coxie, their junior receiver, just kept flashing. Coxie had a really good year, too. Yeah, and I don't think he'll come out just because it's such a crowded class, but he's definitely one of those dudes to like yeah. senior receivers to pay attention to next year, especially as he becomes the definite go-to weapon at Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coxie, I, I 100% agree. It's going to be interesting to watch. Um, and then we had a handful of declarations. Uh Two running backs, Mississippi State's Kylan Hill and Florida State's Cam Akers. Um, there's yeah. every draft just so full of running backs. Like <laughs> yeah. they're gonna be like these are two guys who are gonna be in some people's top tens uh, at the position and not in other people's. Um, I think Cam Akers is one of the most interesting guys just because he, as a freshman, just took took the like. ACC by Storm, Yes, baby. thank you. You put that sentence together for me. Um, <laughs> and, and he's a 
not not the biggest guy, but he runs really hard. Awesome contact, yeah. balance, burst, quickness. Uh, high Ma- sp- massive recruit, obviously. Yeah, former high school quarterback. Uh, played behind awful lines. Battled some injuries. Um, like I think he is one of my favorite guys in the class at the position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kylan Hill's a guy who I I think I've seen some people say he's top five running back. Uh, yeah, some people have him there, and uh, again, lots of people love Kylan Hill. Uh, I think you're lower on him than that, and as am I. But kind of a, both interesting guys, a slasher with some burst. Like both both yeah. of them could instantly be productive in contribute. NFL. Yeah, like I'm not a yeah. top. Like I don't think Kylan Hill's like a RB one in the NFL necessarily, but definitely mm-hmm. in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Miami receiver Jeff Thomas, who's a very interesting guy because, um, obviously last year he was awesome to start the season for Miami, and they kind of faltered down the stretch. He left the team, was going to transfer to Illinois, then uh, came back to Miami, and his stats don't reflect how good I think he was at times this year because the quarterback play was so poor. But yeah. he is, like, I think he's one of the more electric pass catchers in the class. Uh, really small, so that's going to be a ding against him. Like, he's 5'10", 170. Yeah. 170, yeah. But really smooth, explosive athlete who makes some jaw-dropping catches for a small receiver. Um, like, for me, he, uh, he's a potential day 2 guy. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I think you're one of the most high on him, and but I think other people are, too. Yeah, like, I really, really like him. I think he'd be an instant contributor in the slot. Again, in this class, it's 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 hard. It's going to be hard for receivers. Yeah, I think he's going to run really fast, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, joining them, Louisville offensive tackle uh, Makai Becton. Uh, one of the biggest players in the class. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I believe he was a big-time recruit, so there's been buzz around his yeah. name for a couple of years now. He's, what is he, 6'7", 350? Something insane like that. Yeah. Um, now, I've seen some put him as a top 100 prospect. I need to do more do more tape on him before I can like definitively say how I feel. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would say, as of right now, I would say I'm much lower on him than some other folk. Um, it, it, you know what? It was like he was really hyped coming into the season, and like since last year's draft, like as being a potential first round guy. And he threw on the tape, and he didn't look like the hat. Yeah, he he again. He stands out because he's so freaking big. Yeah. But my main takeaway was his feet are slow and heavy, and mm-hmm. he's just not technically sound. He really struggles in pass protection, but he's really strong at the point of attack with his hands. Um, like I, I thought he could be a better guard than tackle. Uh, again, I have to yeah. do more on him. Yeah, but. Uh, I, I was kind of uh, surprised that some people, um, like, I've, I've seen him in the first round of mock drafts, like, and not even, like, Walter football mock drafts, like, real people mock drafts. <laughs> Whoa, shots fired. It's no, not I, the first I, time. Uh, <laughs> we've done that. Yeah, yeah I know. But no, uh, absolutely. And it kind of came out, like, late in the year, though. Yes, yes, for sure. Like like you said, there, there's been hype around him for a while. So I feel like mm. there was hype around him in the summer, and then it kind of died off. And then more recently, it's kind of come back. Yeah, it's interesting. Can we, I know I always say everything's interesting because it is interesting. But well, that's <laughs> why that's why be... you're part of this podcast. You find all of this so interesting. <laughs> I'm just I'm just along for the ride. I'm happy to be here. I respect your hustle. 
Uh, and then another uh, former big recruit, Texas A&M defensive tackle Justin Matabuke. Yeah, um, I think I liked him more than you did in the summer, and I still like him. Uh, a little surprised, I guess, he came out, but uh, big-time potential, interesting guy. Yeah, and, interesting yeah. Man. <laughs> and he's also a guy who I've seen in, uh, like, top 50s. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Really athletic, well-put-together, uh, three-tech type of interior defensive lineman. Um, again, need to do more on him. Him and Becton, I would probably, if I were to put together uh, a list of 10 guys who have hype that I personally just need to do more on, they would both for sure be in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my main my main issue with him was he just didn't use his hands very well uh, and needed to improve with that and, and kind of put mm-hmm. together a plan as a pass rusher. It was a lot of when he win, he win because of his size and athleticism. I thought, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and again, just want to do more on him. Uh, and then finally, Utah corner Jalen Johnson, who's another guy who I know has has, has some first round love. Yeah, he does. And again, another late late lover is that a good term for for Machos at least? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say uh, well, I'm not going to use your term, but sure. Um, He's an easy lover. Long, lean, uh, man cover corner who I think he's Mm -hmm. get uh, more refined with his press technique. But physically, he's got everything you're looking for in a corner in terms of uh, athleticism, length. uh, And he's got nice ball skills as well. Um, It's a a very... Kind of interesting, interesting corner class. Like <laughs> just as a like, I was just looking at my notes on him, and I'm just kind of scanning through the corner class, and it's yeah. Uh, I, I, we've talked about it before that like it's a good group, but it's t- kind of like after Jeff Okuda, you can go so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I think we 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 agree that Diggs I think is gonna be the next guy, and after that, uh, multiple options. I think Fulton Wade. Uh, yeah, and really. After that, I think you can go almost anywhere. I know it's we haven't talked about it in a while, but seeing where Bryce Hall goes is going to be something to watch. Well, too. hopefully he's healthy for the combine because again, yeah. that for a guy like him, that it's going to make her like if he's healthy and runs faster than expected, that like kind of makes and breaks his draft stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have one. I okay, it's not official. It's not officially official. That he's returning to school, but it seems to be semi-official and like actual uh, like publications have picked it up and kind of made it seem official, even though it's not officially official. That was kind of the vibe I got. Um, Devonta Smith, the Alabama receiver. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you said it. It's not officially official, but the, the ba- basically the the takeaway was I think it was from the Bama beat writer. Um, was like, as of now, he is returning to Alabama for his senior season, but things could change between now and the deadline. There's a lot of time until the deadline. was kind of, mm-hmm. uh, I think, how it read, basically. Mm-hmm. That's going to be uh, I mean, interesting. He, he's, <laughs> he obviously had did more for himself than almost any... Receiver? Yeah. Re- like, it, honestly. Uh, it, I don't know. Like... He's got. I I would say the two receivers who almost did the most for themselves this year are him, Ayuk, him, Ayuk, and Justin Jefferson. Oh yeah, I think those are the three guys. Um, I, like if he comes out, like he's, he's a day two back guy. into the day two with the work. Yeah, like he could be a back end for depending on 
how he tests and everything. Testing. But like he is an awesome route runner who showed off uh, insane ability after the catch at times this year. Um, clear, like he looks like he's going to test well just based on how yes. how uh, how much separation he cr- creates on tape. Um, th- he's he's also the consistently said of the four Alabama receivers, he had the best hands. Yeah, I mean... So, I, I, I mean, it'd be shocking if he went back, especially if two was going pro. Yes. Um, but it, and it's, it's especially shocking because it's not even like he was the clear third receiver. In the, like, he led the team in receiving yards. Yeah, no, I know. So, like, what else does he have to prove? I guess just to... If he's not thinking he's going to be a first-round pick, he goes back. He's the top senior receiver next year. He ends up in the first round. And especially if you go back, like, I'm sure the stats would improve, but not tremendously. Uh, but not... And, and would they even just be – if Mac Jones is the starting quarterback? And, and, yeah, and Waddle's still there. So, like, it's not like he's the only option in that offense, Because right? no offense to Mac Jones, but uh, my, my – hey, hey, what's he? My f- good – Fourth and Heisman on it, so. Yeah. My good friend Gary Danielson said – they uh, run the offense like Greg McElroy is there when Mac Jones is in, which and is... That's a big compliment. Yes. Hey, Greg, Greg won a national championship, didn't he? Yeah, so, I think so. <laughs> uh, hey, they run it like it's John Parker Wilson. That's an Alabama throw. Underrated. I think okay. he was Saban's first quarterback at Alabama. Yeah, I think he was. So, hey. Uh, but, yeah, that, I think that would be a very, like... It'd be shocking if Devonta Smith went back. Almost not, just because, like, in a lot of people's minds, he's the third Alabama receiver. I think – I don't want to make decisions for the young man, but I think it would make more sense for him to come out. Oh, no. Couldn't agree more. He's – again, he's done, like, as much as he can, I think. Yes. And and it's not like next year's receiver class is weak or anything. It looks (laughs) awesome already with all these sophomores. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. On to the best prospect on every bull team. Uh, a show AJ has been dying to do for months. Not really. <laughs> Let's do it. A show AJ doesn't want to do it at all, and I'm forced upon AJ. So yeah, it was much more of an undertaking than I expected. Yeah, I just kind of said, "Hey AJ," a couple weeks ago. I said, "Hey, let's do this." AJ said, I was like, "Okay." AJ said, "Sure." And then like last week, I was like, "We're doing it next week." And then I sent the list of all the bull games in schools to AJ, and AJ quickly realized. What a mistake this was. Yeah, and then you flipped the days on me. You, you brought it up closer. I'm like, my God. Yeah, because, you know, we got to give the people what they want. It's like when you're doing a class presentation. They go alphabetical. So you think you're going to be the next day. But you're like, you know what? We'll, we'll get, we got time for one more. And they sneak you in on that day. Or they reverse alphabetical you and don't tell you. I was always in the middle, so I was good. I'm, you too. I'm on yes, the back right? end uh, in theory, but, yeah, generally in the middle. When they did first names, I was fucked. See, I, I was lucky when they did first names. Not if they did reverse. Yeah, see? <laughs> Worst nightmare. Teachers are so fucking tricky. Anyway. Yeah, they really are. And then they catch you when you copy and paste everything off Wikipedia. <laughs> That's the worst. They're, they have so many tricks up their sleeves. They're impressive people. They are. Pay them more. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's start uh, just in uh, chronological order is how we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh with the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl, uh, featuring Buffalo and Charlotte. Um, who's the best prospect on Buffalo, you ask? Well, for me, it's Ladarius Mack. <laughs> Retweet. Khalil Mack's brother. 
That's a good. How about how about Evan Kazarichak, the left tackle? Right? Yeah, he's not. Yeah. He's not bad. But we're not. But like Ladarius Max, the best pass rusher on the team. Uh, yeah. He's gonna be a camp body because his brother's Khalil Mack. Um, That's true. Hey, Kazarichak's gonna be a camp body too. Well, hey, you're not wrong. But yeah, EDFA, yeah. three year starter. Buffalo, uh, Buffalo went from having a lot of uh, guys last year to kind of none this year. There's a couple schools on this list like that, actually. Yeah. Just don't let guys, schools who don't have any prospects up to AJ's level uh, play in bowl games. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, you have to be better than I am at football. Anyway, Charlotte does have a, a legitimate prospect to talk about. Um, Alex Highsmith, the red rusher. That's who I Correct. Again, yeah, Ross. Good work. Two for two. What if we have all the same people? Um, um, I, hey, hey, Cameron Clark, some credit? Hey, he'd be number two. But uh, yeah, And then Benny LeMay, some credit? They got some no, players. Jim Nagy was doing it, it'd be Benny LeMay. It would be. But no, Highsmith is definitely the guy. Yeah, he he could be the first Charlotte player ever drafted. Um, I think he will be, right? I think he will be, too. An athletic uh, edge rusher who uh, lacks some size, but I think he's going to test yeah. well and put together some big games in the group of five this year. Yeah, uh, the Clemson tape was pretty good. Yeah, considering it it's was Clemson. Clemson. He looked like the best defensive player on that field. Yes. For them. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, 244, 6'3". That's, again, like you said, undersized. Uh, how, where do you grade him out, Rob? Uh, late day three. Okay, I got him like mid-day three. Uh, but there's people that are really high on Highsmith. Uh, well, I think rightfully so. Um, mm-hmm. I think testing is going to just because he's not, he lacks so much size. Um, yeah. and Intriguing guy. Seeing definitely. how he just moves in space, like, I, I, I Almost in the linebacker drills and whatnot, yeah, uh, I think will be big for him. But like a three-four outside is, I think, his future in the NFL. Makes sense. Uh, okay, uh, unless you have good name, unless you have more to go on there. Uh, the <laughs> Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. What is the Tropical Smoothie Cafe? Oh, you haven't been? <laughs> I'm dying to. Rob. I'll take you. I've never even heard. Thank you. I've never heard of it. Uh, okay, Utah State, Kent State. Utah State, obviously Jordan Love. Uh, as of thank God he's playing in this. As game, of so now, he here. is. Yeah, well, he said he is. I think uh, he also should because he's declared for the draft already, um, and potentially senior bowl eligible, potential first round pick. Obviously, didn't have the year a lot of us thought he was going to after a dominant uh, Richard sophomore campaign. Mm-hmm. But dripping with physical tools, everyone knows the. Chris Ballard's in love with him. Potentially the Colts' future at quarterback. So seeing him just pick apart Kent State, I think it's pretty important. It gives you, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Just go and destroy that Kent State defense. It, it gives you momentum heading into draft season. Like this is the last game people are going to see of you before probably the Senior Bowl, where the Senior Bowl is kind of the place where a guy like him could really put himself up there as a, a, a top four quarterback in the class. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's my fourth quarterback right now. Uh, me too, and, and there, to me, there's a drop off after him as well. Um, and, and yeah, just go out there, destroy Kent State, show off that arm talent, show off your ability to make plays on the move. Uh, and for Kent State, not a lot they're of really, options. No, they're a really undersized team. I noticed too. Yes, they are. That's just mad. Uh, it's called grit. Yeah, so I, I chose their cornerback Jamal Parker. Yeah, uh, again, undersized corner. Uh, five eight one seventy five, yeah, but uh, f- kind of feisty. I like a potential nickel uh, in, yeah. in preseason. Yeah, yeah, three picks, nine nine pass def- defense this year. Um, it's not bad. No, he's a uh, interesting ish. 
But yeah, it's, UDFA. Yeah, Jordan Love's gonna should go out there and just destroy. Like Utah State should cover easily. I think they're seven point favorites. Uh, so yeah, speaking of it, like it's a good matchup for their weapons because a lot of their guys are kind of small too. Like Gerald Bright's a small guy. Yeah. Wide receivers are pretty small. So going up against a smaller team, it's just all all, all good news for Jordan Love. Go cook him. Agreed. Okay, on to the New Mexico Bowl, which I guess doesn't have a sponsor name. No, New Mexico is too prideful. <laughs> I respect it. Imagine, They're a proud state. Imagine being lucky enough to get bowl eligible and, hey, we're heading to New Mexico. <laughs> I love New Mexico. Oh, do you? The state of enchantment. I, is that true? Called? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, maybe I should go there. The state of enchantment, says AJ. Uh, well, then Central Michigan and San Diego State might be enchanted when they go there to play the game. Um, kind of two, two powers of the Power Five, I'll say. Uh, but weaker years for prospects for these two schools? It, it, it's kind of crazy to look back and think Central Michigan had the number one pick in the draft this decade. That's dude. It's like I erase it from my memory. Like, it's so that like that that class was so weird. Eric Fisher's career's been weird. It, yeah, everything about it's weird. Anyways, anyways, uh, you know who's not weird? Jonathan Ward. That's my pick. Fuck me too. We're just gonna keep uh, picking. Each other. He, he's a guy who I think what, was it last like last summer, not this past yeah, I think we were, summer. We were both like kind of in on him as a potential satellite back. Uh, yeah. And then he uh, didn't really do much. But then he came, he came back and had a bounce-back year for them. Yeah, another 1,000-yard season from his sophomore year. Like, it's um, crazy. 15 TDs. Sorry, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Like, if you look at his numbers, as a sophomore, 1,000 yards rushing, 400-plus receiving. Then, yeah. as a junior, 200 rushing, 8 catches only. And then, this past That's year, weird. like you mentioned, another 1,000 yards, over 300 receiving. He's one of the most experienced pass-catching running backs in this class. Yeah, you're right. And, I mean, he does it pretty well. I, you have a late draft, draftable grade on, don't you? Uh, yeah, late day three. Or, no, uh, I guess, sorry, high-end UDFA, I lied. Okay, I'm, I'm UDFA as well. But he's an interesting like, guy. and like He's a guy who I could see making a roster because of his open field elusiveness and just natural ability as a pass catcher. And, like, it'll be fun to watch in this game. Yeah, in uh, San Diego State's usually a pretty solid uh, defensive team. Uh, under mm. Rocky Long and uh, my San Diego State, San Diego State, not like you said, kind of not the year uh, yeah. in terms of prospects at least. Who'd you go with? I'm actually kind of interested. I went with their corner, Luke Barku. Oh, I almost forgot about Barku's an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, I... so with him, he he's long and he's like lean as hell. He's wiry. Uh, yeah, six, I think six one one seventy five. Um, yeah. kind of. Needs to put on size, uh, weight, obviously, and, and uh, just play more physical. Because you, you love the length, but he's not that mm-hmm. great in press or anything. He's kind of at his best as an off-zone corner. Uh, and he has good ball skills. He high yeah, points the I ball. Think, I think he had eight interceptions this past year, too. Eight, eight or nine, yeah. I talked to him like four weeks ago, I think, maybe. Mm-hmm. Almost forgot about him. I, I am going with the guard, Deshaun Dixon. Not a draftable grade, but he's a big man. 6'5", 320. Uh, is a better run blocker than his pass blocker. Um, it's a little lungy, a little off balance. They always I, have uh, guys like that. Yeah, yeah. just like run, powerful, run like. offensive linemen who just dominate in the run game. Yeah, well, that's like he he looks obviously large on the field too. That size probably get himself into a camp or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, on to the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. Which AJ gave the AJ stamp of approval for, so that means it's one of AJ's top five games 
Uh, I wish they could cure my mortgage, Rob. Wow. Am I right? (laughs) Topical. Uh, It's between Liberty and Georgia Southern. Uh, I mean... Stamp this one. Maybe the best of the, like, kind of, like, non-traditional group of five teams, like, prospect-wise for both these schools. Like, Liberty... I'm assuming we have the same guys. So, Liberty, uh, (laughs) wide receiver Antonio Gandy-Golden, Georgia Southern... Imagine if we didn't. Yeah, that'd be nuts. (laughs) Uh, Georgia Southern uh, cornerback Kendall Wilder. Yeah, easy choices, and this one was exciting because we get to see them play each other. Yeah, Gandy Golden, obviously one of the best um, kind of jump ball, 50-50 ball receivers in the class. Uh, 6'4", 220, awesome hands. Um, the questions around him will be ability to separate and run routes. And then with mm-hmm. Wilder, it, it's an interesting matchup, especially because Wilder's a smaller guy. Gandy Golden's yeah. like a power forward out there. Uh, and, and Wilder's Looks like he's going to be at his best as a nickel in the NFL. Yep. Um, pretty aggressive, feisty, uh, undersized corner, but I think he's at his best in zone. If Vilder goes out and like has a really strong game against Gandy Golden, it could help himself a lot. I almost feel like Vilder has more NFL draft type in NFL circles than Gandy Golden does in NFL circles. You think he's Gandy Golden's a little bit of a draft Twitter? Yes, I, that's kind of the vibe I've gotten. Like I, I personally have Gandy Golden higher than Builder on my big board, but uh, I, I, I think they're actually really close for me, which is even more interesting. So, um, both potential like high day three picks, I think. Yeah, I possibly sneaking the late day two, but uh, but yeah, fourth round is is definitely possible for both of them. But yeah, that's like a money matchup for a kind of a bowl game. Hey, not that bowl games don't matter, but for a bowl game that doesn't matter. <laughs> where is that? I don't even know where that game is. It's uh, in Cure. The city of Cure. Oh, beautiful Cure, Montana. I would kill for a bowl game in Montana. Hey, you know where's a great place for a bowl game, Rob? Boca Raton. Boca Raton. The, the Cherry Bunny Boca Raton Bowl. Interesting matchup. SMU and FAU. Yeah. Who do you got for the, the Stangs, Rob? I mean... This, I think, is another it's an easy, easy one. one for both. Uh, SMU, yeah. James Prochet at receiver, and FAU, Our boy. tight end Harrison Bryant. Easy choices. I mean, we could talk a little Xavier Jones, because what a year he had, but no, Prochet was the, was the choice. Yeah, Pro- Prochet, uh, not even necessarily a draft Twitter darling, just a seven rounds in heaven darling. <laughs> for years. <laughs> uh, awesome route runner, yeah. who I think questions about overall athleticism, but like... To me, gritty as fuck. Yeah, every time I watch him, he just—he's such a technically sound slot type, and yeah. I think he's just gonna like not necessarily be a big time contributor, but uh, like he's going to make an NFL roster, uh, day three type of guy. Um, I mean, hey, I was super high on Trey Quinn. I'll, I'll be super high on uh, James Prochet as well. What a, what a wide receiver core that was. Though. Yeah, those three, uh, Cortland Sutton being the other one. Yeah. I loved all. Well, I sorry, I can't claim Trey Quinn at all, but I love Prochet and uh, Sutton. So well, I'd say Prochet is more your guy, uh, Quinn more my guy, and then Sutton is everyone's guy. Everyone's guy now, at least. Uh, and then obviously Harrison Bryant won the Mackey as the best <laughs> first non-power five player ever. Heck yeah, Lane Kiffin knows how to coach up tight ends. Watch out, Ole Miss or SEC. Like led the country in. Catches for tight end, yards for tight end, tied for touchdowns. Yeah, he's interesting because they use him almost like how Mark Andrews was used at Oklahoma, where he's this big yeah. slot type who played a little bit of H-back as well. Really yeah. good hands, moves really well, uh, does a lot of damage after the catch. Um, again, it's the SMU defense, so it's not like this is some big test for him. But 
having that momentum, having a big game heading into uh, the the Senior Bowl because he'll be there. Yeah. Um, I think could do wonders for him in a pretty wide open tight end class where he could potentially yes. end up like as high as tight end three because I I really only think Bryson Hopkins and Hunter Bryant have solidified themselves as the top two, and then after that it's wide open. I like I he could go pretty high, man. He could if he tests really well, looks really good at the senior bowl. Senior bowl. Um, I my like really he's, the big worry is just he's very thin. Like he's almost like a big wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Was he? I think they got him listed what two forty. Yeah, six five two forty. But he he like looks like he could put so much more on. He does. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, on to AJ's favorite car manufacturer, Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl, uh, <laughs> where we have number nineteen Boise State taking on Washington. I skipped a bowl. Let's hop back. Camille, the Camille. <laughs> can you say this? Camellia Bowl. I was like, wait, Camellia is a car company? <laughs> Imagine. FIU Arkansas State. Sorry, I just jumped again because I saw a potential like, high it's a better game. Um, FIU quarterback James Morgan for me. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Arkansas State uh, receiver Omar Bayless. I, I mean, I just think our boy Kirk, Kirk Merritt in there too. Over Omar Bayless? You're just no. I got them both. I put them together, Rob, because they were duo. Oh, that's sick. Okay, just quick on James Morgan. Um, he's going to be at the East West Shrine Game, a Bowling Green transfer. He's more hype than most Group of Five quarterbacks, I'd say. Yeah, more uh, hype than substance, I'll say. Rob. Pr- pretty, no offense, James. <laughs> pretty decent arm. Um, moves pretty well as well. Uh, uh, definitely a guy who you'll see in preseason. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like that you put Kirk Merrick with Omar Bayless because I'm kind of like not high on Omar Bayless, but like I think Omar Bayless is a potential draft pick where I don't think Kirk Merritt is. Uh, Kirk Merrick, based on his blocking, his grittiness, sneaks into the end of the seventh no, round. I like no, Kirk Merrick no still. But no, Bayless is a – yeah, he could be a seventh round guy too. Bayless, really smooth, uh, tracks the ball really well, natural hands. Questions uh, I think will be about speed, speed and, and yeah, yak, definitely. but he, he – he he's a pretty clean route runner, and I also found he he does a really good job finding the open holes in zone. Yeah, throwing the Georgia game, it's fairly impressive. Yeah, and, and hey, throwing the Georgia Southern game, he's going up against a Kendall Wilder, and, yeah, um, Brinson, and that's a pretty good corner duo. I, the, the the funny thing is, where did he come from? Like, not much production the last couple of years, and there. then like just became the receiver one this year and went off. Yeah. Especially like Merritt had a thousand last year and like the good year this just, year. You love Merritt. Kurt Merritt is like he's not good, but I like him. He's great. He's a CFL. He's gonna be a CFL stud. Honestly, I swear to God, he, he is. that was our, both of our main takeaway when we watched him because we both liked him. Uh, okay, finally onto the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. AJ's uh, mm-hmm. favorite car manufacturer. Favorite car manufacturer. Yeah, absolutely. Number nineteen Boise State against Washington. Uh, Washington's gonna be having left tackle Trey Adams and tight end Hunter Bryant sit out. Who yeah. uh, I think you could argue either one of them as the Washington top prospect. Agreed. Um, for Boise State, I think it's pretty clearly Curtis Weaver. Yes. <laughs> I, I think after that, you'd be t- going to Hightower, the guy we talked about at the top. But yep. Cur- Curtis Weaver is a guy who could potentially be in the first round. Yeah, I, I, I think he's a day two guy. I do too. I don't think he has the overall athleticism and, yeah. and uh, like natural bend to be. Like, I just don't think he has the juice to be a first-round edge rusher, but he uses his I, I, hands yeah. so well. Agreed. Like, I think a lot of those other guys that maybe people think are below him are going to go and test well, and they're going to hop Weaver. But Yeah, like, I, I, mean, it's also, yeah, go I, I was just going to say, I think a lot of people have, like, Weaver and Julian Aquara kind of in the same zone, yeah. and I think Aquara's just going to test way better. Test, 
Yeah, and go over him. I, I agree. But Weaver's a really good football player. Yes. And like you said, use his hands. The hands are heavy. You use them really well. The t- I want Curtis Weaver on my football team. Right? I good. feel like he's a guy that the Ravens take in the second round, and then he's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, um, so, Washington was a little interesting. It d- definitely, because, again, for me, it would have been Bryant or Adams. It yep. would have been Adams, then Bryant, but hey. Um, and, I mean, even Eason probably staying. So yeah, we haven't really heard much on that for a while. Eh? I know. I'm I'm surprised we haven't. I think he'll be staying though. I think so too. That's I. I mean, I feel like you would have heard something if he was coming out. Anyway, so I, I assumed he was staying, and I put Nick Harris the center for Washington. Here. I would have put Nick Harris if Eason was still coming out anyway, because I love Nick Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, one of the a really good center class in a perfect uh, zone scheme center moves consistently yeah. to the second level. Um, gets on linebackers, sick in combo block situations. Uh, I, I agree with you. Again, I want to see him when he's dealing with big-time power. Yes. That's, it can be a little concerning, but uh, you know what he does really well? He uses his feet to kind of mitigate mm-hmm. being like smaller than a it's, guy, which I like a lot. Senior Bowl is going to be so big for seeing him against some of these, like seeing yeah. him against like a Derrick Brown. Like That's exactly yeah. where we want to see him. Exactly. That's, that's going to be awesome. It kind of sucks that Trey Adams isn't playing because I think Weaver versus Adams would have been a really cool matchup. Right. For sure, I know, I know. Okay, uh, to the R plus L Carriers New Orleans Bowl we go, uh, where number twenty Appalachian State is taking on UAB. Appalachian State Senior Bowl linebacker Keem Davis Gaither is my pick. Uh, mine too. I mean, I, I was shocked you didn't choose Darrington Evans though. Well, you, your boy. This okay? They're both my boys. Uh, okay. <laughs> what? How high are you on uh, ADG? Uh. Um, like fourth ish, fourth fifth round. I I think that's reasonable. I think I'm like the fifth. I th- the size is a little yeah. So the the worry is like because he's he's going to play linebacker. Yeah. Um, but how, how consistently can he make an impact at that size? Six one two fifteen, really explosive. Yeah. I think he's gonna blow it away at the combine. Uh, sh- struggle with consistent tackling. In college, uh, and again, that size with that is kind of scary, but plays yeah. really aggressively. So it was like, that's not the problem. It's not like he's a timid linebacker. He's super athletic yeah. uh, and, and physical. Just needs to get stronger, get better getting off blocks. I just like the potential with him a lot. No, I, I mean, that's very fair. Um, like you said, his motor is just endless. He's, he's involved in almost every play. Coverage is good, what you'd expect for his size. Uh, I agree. Senior Bowl's going to be fun to watch. He's him. my uh, Dre Greenlaw of this class. Because you know how much I love Dre Greenlaw. They're going to say Terrell Hanks. Oh, rest, rest in peace. His, no, I still believe. I hope so. Uh, and they're kind of similar. So <laughs> UAB, not not a great. Maybe one of the worst no. for prospects. I have a, I have maybe yes. a dark horse type of pick. but Okay, hit no, me. I want to hear yours first. Is it I just I, I kept it simple. I want Spencer Brown, yeah. who just had a bad bad season. This I just year. Don't, he's just not very athletic. I don't think no, like he's not. neither of us liked him over the summer very much. But no, he's a true junior now. I think he had a thousand the last two years, only five hundred yards and under four yards per carry this year. That's a bad year. But he's a bigger guy, five eleven, two twenty. Not powerful though. He runs upright. I'm not a fan of his. <laughs> he just again, threw him down because you had to. They're slim pickings, yeah. So <laughs> who, who, I want to hear the dark horse. I went with UAB quarterback Tyler Johnson the third. Oh, okay. So, all right. Just he's okay. He's a redshirt. So, he's just coming off his redshirt sophomore year. There's not a chance in hell he's declaring. So, no. this doesn't matter, but it does. I, I he's he's questionable for the bowl game with a, a knee injury. So, I really hope he plays because he's actually very interesting. Um, 
his stats aren't going to blow you away. Uh, like just over three thousand yards and twenty six touchdown passes in the last two years combined. Um, but he he's got an interesting arm. I think he's got really quick feet. Uh, he's kind of tw- he's you know how some quarterbacks are just twitchy. Yeah, he's yeah. got some twitch to just his arm and his like ability as a a pocket mover. I should say. I just think mm-hmm. he's a guy who's gonna have some talk about him maybe uh, in a year or two. So I thought I'd throw so him you- down because I thought it's a little more interesting. It is a lot more interesting than Spencer Brown. So no fans. Fuck those. But yeah, I, I think like I think if you like sat down, you'd you'd kind of see what I'm saying with Tyler Johnson. All right, I, I will sit down. I usually stand up. When you watch Bulls, you like to stand, yeah. Oh yeah. Or is that ju- is that uh, just for the R plus L carriers New Orleans Bull? It you know it's a short list of Bulls, but our next one's always always on my feet for that one. The Bad Boy Moore's Gasparilla Bull. One of my favorite names. Uh, I think maybe my favorite name. UCF against Marshall. Two of the better group of five program. Well, I mean, arguably the best group of five program. And then one mm-hmm. of the more like quietly consistent group of five programs in Marshall. Yeah. Not a lot of prospects, though. Uh, no. But, hey, Gabe Davis uh, for UCF. Yeah, yeah easily. He, uh, obviously, a junior who declared, like, last week, um, height, weight, speed type of guy. Uh I think the combine's kind of where he's going to have to solidify himself, but a definite mm-hmm. day three type of dude. At worst, absolutely. Um, I think it's like he'll be able to do a bit in the NFL, even if he doesn't test the greatest. You know I, I think he like he kind of reminds me of Traquan Smith, which is funny because obviously Traquan no, Smith yeah. went there. Davis feels a little like I don't know thicker than Traquan. I just I don't know. I think they're both like very raw uh, in yeah. terms of uh, as route runners. With, like, yeah. kind of inconsistent hands, but could make that wow catch uh, in mm-hmm. big play types of guys. I was a big fan of Traquan Smith. I want to see him bounce back next year. Um, and then for Marshall, it's, like you said, Slim Pickens. Who'd you go with? I went with the center, Levi Brown. Yeah, he, he's definitely a UDFA type of uh, center. Yeah, undersized. Like, kind of got some, like, he's 6'3", 280. Um, not like I'm a huge fan. I, I don't have a draftable on him or anything. But, uh, again, Slim Pickens, who do you have? I have uh, linebacker um, Tavante Beckett, who's not a uh, senior, so he'll be back at Marshall. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just kind of – a guy who I could see maybe making something of himself as a special teamer, undersized, like I think he's like 5'10", 210. <laughs> Uh, Fuck. but high energy makes almost every tackle on the field for them. And I just, I think there's, it's more interesting, like just in terms of UDFA guys um, from smaller yeah. schools, like a guy like that over an offensive lineman. I mean, it's more fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. The SoFi Hawaii Bowl, where we have Hawaii taking on BYU. Uh, I'm with Cedric Bird for Hawaii. I went with Cole McDonald because I had to, but uh, Cedric Bird, I think, is legit the better player. Uh, well, Cole, Cole McDonald is definitely the more interesting one. I think Cedric yeah. Cedric Bird, similar to John Arsua last year with Hawaii, he's gonna be a late uh, day, late day three, day guy. three guy. I think yeah, he's gonna both of them test a little better than uh, Arsua did, Sua? but isn't think so the too. same refined route runner, but uh, just kind of a big play slot. Yeah, I agree. And like Cole McDonald, just always fun to watch when he's on the field. I have no idea what. What's going to happen with him? Play to play. I mean, I don't know. A bit of a down here for McDonald, but like again, it's the arm. 
the arm is sweet, but the release is insane. The mechanics are still bad, but I think he'd be the most fun player to watch on the field. Oh, def- definitely. Game, so. uh, for BYU, I went with Matt Bushman. As did I. Just that it feels like a state. Uh, if he declares, because I keep forgetting, he's only a redshirt junior. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if he will, but I think he should because of the class. Yeah, he, he's just kind of one of the safer day three type of tight ends, I think. Yeah. Uh, needs to improve as a blocker, but really solid hands, uh, really strong catch radius, makes plays through traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, could he fall in the steps of Dennis Pitta? Maybe. Whoa. Yeah, I said it. You said it. On to the walk-ons Independence Bowl. <laughs> what is walk-ons? Um, I, I believe it's a it's a bar chain in the South. It's a good name for a bar. Yeah, it's cool. I looked it up a couple years ago. We should go. Next. Who was it last? Like this was like this. This was the Southern Miss Florida State game two years ago. Two years ago. ago, yeah. It's always like such a weird matchup. That was because yeah, Florida State. Florida State won. Didn't they win five games but still got to go to a bowl? Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, anyway, this year we got Louisiana Tech against Miami. Uh, Miami's got three uh, prospects sitting out. Uh, wide receiver Jeff Thomas, edge rushers Trevon Hill, and Jonathan Garvin. Yeah, so uh, slim pickings for Miami. Who would you go well, with? It could have been cool if Jeff Thomas was playing because I, we yeah. both know who we have for Louisiana Tech um, with Amik Robertson, the corner. Yeah, I, yes. I assume you have him. Yeah, I, I was You weren't going to throw You weren't saying anything. Ball, I was like, oh, no, does he just not? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, Amik Robertson's the easy choice. That would have been such a fun matchup, him versus Jeff Thomas. Yeah, who'd you go through my uh, I Because Amik Robertson at nickel, I think, is a fun nickel matchup. Uh, Trejon tri, tri Bandy. Yeah, no, that's a... Uh, Bandy's a little interesting. I don't think he's going to declare, but he is, like, to me, their most consistent player in their secondary. I think mm-hmm. it, if he did declare a potential day three guy, I think he goes back, kind of solidifies himself as a draft pick next year. But I really mm-hmm. like his ball skills. Um, he's feisty. Lack size. I have a Robert Alford comp on him, if you were wondering. Wow, I, I was wondering. Yeah, so that's who I went with for Miami. Who'd you go with? I went with Quarterman. I didn't go with Bandy because I wasn't sure if he was coming out or anything. I think I like him better. It, I wish the other guys were playing this game because it would be so much more interesting. Yes. Right. I don't like Shaq Quarterman, but here we are, Rob. Yeah, I like how like half your pitch. Like, I don't like this guy, but he's my pick. But it's because it's it's teams that like have so many guys sitting out. Here we something. go again. That's my impression. Of you. Uh, okay, but with Amik Robertson, he's, I mm-hmm. mean, I th- I think we both really, really liked him. One of the our favorite group of five guys over the summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Louisiana Tech's best player. But he's also a true junior, so he might not yeah. come out. Uh, I know, but, but who else are we going to pick? I, I think he could, like, low-key be a, a late-day two guy if he did. I agree. Early, like, I, I think fourth round's, like, legit. The round. perfect nickel. Uh, yep. Really, really aggressive, high instincts. Um, I, I, I think he's at his best in, in man. I think he tests yep. really well. Like, he's his short area quickness, I think that's part of what makes him such a strong, feisty coming forward uh, mm-hmm. nickel. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. I, I like Robertson a yeah, lot. He's, I hope he has a really big game. A lot of fun. Uh, okay, the Quick Lane Bowl between Pittsburgh and Eastern Michigan. Is Quick Lane like a, a car thing, or is it like bowling? I assume it was a car thing. I think so, too. But wouldn't it be cooler if it was like a bowling I like hate company? Bowling. Me too. Bowling fucking it's sucks. Really hard. <laughs> it's not that hard. I think it's really hard. the ball. 
I suck at bowling, so I shouldn't be saying it's not that hard. So I, you know, but you know what it is? I just hate it so much, so I don't try to do that's, it. Yeah, no, that's fair. I don't like. There's many more fun like that style of. Is it a parlor game? Would you call it a parlor game? I wouldn't, but I like the use of that term, so I'm going to. Okay, so I think there's, like, much more fun, that type of style of games out there. And it's kind of expensive. Yeah, it's not worth it. And, and like, because all the alleys now are, like, the high... Anyways, why, are we, why the fuck are we talking about because this? Because it's the quick lane bowl. Uh, for Pitt, I have Dane Jackson, the corner, who will... As do yeah, I. Yeah, he'll be at the senior bowl. I think um, Twyman's a really interesting mm-hmm. option, too. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. don't think he comes out. He's a redshirt sophomore. I think he's a guy who... Mm-hmm. He's going to have a lot of hype next year. That's kind of the vibe I've got with him. Yeah, he had, he had some really eye-catching games this year. Yeah, just so many stats for an interior guy. Uh, yeah. Plus, wearing number 97 at Pitt. Um... And then uh, with Dane Jackson, though, senior bowl guy who mm-hmm. I like his length a lot. I think I think he's got the potential to be uh, like an early day three guy. Um, I thought he improved as a tackler a lot this year as well. Uh, yeah. And, um, I, this, again, the senior bowl is a great place to kind of really put it together for himself. But uh, I think he's currently a top 150 guy on my board. Yeah, fair enough. I, I think I got him in like – the fourth or fifth uh and then eastern michigan i went with another cornerback in uh kevin mcgill you know what i had to choose Rob. mike glass but it doesn't make sense because he's not actually don't care mike glass is our boy and i will fucking stand by him for uh kevin mcgill 6'2 190 impressive length really uh strong press yeah. corner man, <laughs> press man corner i think could really sneak up the board would love to see him at the senior bowl and they don't have all their corners filled out like not even close yet so i think he could be yeah. Potentially there. Okay. Um, yeah, so pay attention to him. Okay, Military Bull presented by North Grop Grumman is our next bull, North Carolina Temple. Yeah, this is a weird matchup. Super weird, good name for the bull. Temple yeah, Tough. Uh, military Temple. Bull. <laughs> military Bull's a weird. I don't know if they should let that sponsor. I don't, I don't know. know Anyways, let's so. It's a. Weapon manufacturer, oh, I believe. That's spooky. Yeah, a little, a little too spooky for me. Um, anyways, <laughs> who do you got here? Uh, for North Carolina, I got my one of my uh, my guys. Boys, North Carolina, right, yeah, North Carolina running back Michael Carter, who probably won't declare, but I think he's one of the most underrated running backs in the country. Big burst, really elusive, uh, catches the ball really well in the backfield. North Carolina kind of went with a, a trio of running backs this past year, so he didn't have the mm-hmm. breakout year I was hoping for. But if he goes back, I, I would love to see an expanded role for him. Um, I just think he's a lot of juice, and he would test really well. And I think he's a, definitely a running back who's going to make a roster in the NFL. Yeah, I also picked Michael Carter. There's a couple guys to go with for UNC, though. I just don't like Strobridge that much. Yeah, he's he, like people got him like fourth round. I know. He played out of position for them this year. Like he played inside, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, "No, oh, well, he should actually be an edge." But like, I just didn't like he. He didn't seem all that explosive as an edge playing on the inside or anything. Uh, yeah. I just I didn't think he he made that many plays for them. Yeah. I, I, I mean, now he's gonna go to the Senior Bowl and dominate and like be a day two pick because I'm an idiot. But uh, for Temple, uh, I went with their center Matt Hennessy, who I think me too the yeah. most underrated center uh, prospect in the class. A, a class he, I remember you you were so high on him. I, I'm I'm not, but he's the pick here. I uh, like I think he's a potential starting center in the NFL. I remember you saying that. I, I don't, he's a, he's I don't a redshirt know. junior. Um, yeah. So who knows if he comes out? But I just think he's a really 
uh, aggressive, like, I know he lacks size, but I think in a power scheme, that's where he's going to make his money. Really aggressive, physical player through the whistle. Awesome in the run game. Needs to improve a lot as a pass protector. I don't think he would test mm-hmm. that well either. But just like a lunch pail center. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I just You're I not to the level that I do, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. Let's just keep playing football games in baseball stadiums. I kind of like it, Rob. But they're lie. doing another one now. Now they're going to do one at Fenway, Fenway. next year. It's cool, too. Oh, okay. It looks weird, and it you, usually you just, you, just, so. you think it's cool because eventually it's going to expand to the Rogers Center. <laughs> Dude, if the International Bowl ever comes back, I will lose my fucking mind. I think you will, too. So Yeah, I mean, it's the greatest bowl game in the history of bowls. Uh, it's, it'll be the Blue Jays <laughs> Michigan State, Wake Forest. Um... I went, I went with both both edges here. Uh, I did too. Kenny Willickies and Carlos Basham. Mm-hmm. My question is, if Sage Surratt was healthy, would you have him over Basham? I would. Me bro. too. I, it's it's interesting because Basham and Surratt, I think they're not like consistently in uh, draft analysts like top a hundred or top ten at the position. But yeah. you'll see them there every so often. So I think they're just kind of both polarizing type of guys. Some some people have like Basham like top fifty. I'm not I'm not there on him, but I get he he'd be on that list of guys when I said earlier that I need to do more on. Mm-hmm. He's one of them. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I I feel the same. Uh, a guy who can play inside and outside uses his hands well. Wins with uh, leverage, power, and motor. Um, I don't think he's got like the most diverse pass rush plan or is the best athlete, but he's kind of like. Um, your boy, uh, LJ Collier, <laughs> like that, that, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to like trash him by saying that because obviously yeah, Collier was a first round pick. Yeah, exactly. But like, that's the kind of the inside out, uh, cut. yeah, his build's a little strange. Yeah, no, that uh, fair enough. Like they're kind of similar body shape and a little lengthy. Mm-hmm. And then Willikies, I think the best player in the country. Yeah. No, uh, I love Kelly. He uses his hands really well. Wins with leverage. Uh, it, it's almost it's similar but different. Um, needs a test well, I think, to kind of like get himself locked into that day too. I uh, yeah, I agree. I really like him. I think I'm higher on him than a lot of people. I'm I'm really high on Willie Keats, but I agree the testing's gonna be huge like for I, him to see like if he's like a early third or late second guy or you know fourth. Or yeah, third yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just it's like a fun bowl game in a fun place because you love the Yankee Stadium I love the Yankees okay Academy Sports Plus Outdoors Texas Bowl <laughs> yeah hey don't don't you wish you could go to an Academy of Sports Rob only if it, it was outdoors in Texas well, of course that's no other way to learn uh, sitting out will be uh, Texas A&M defensive tackle Justin Matabuke uh, yeah. and obviously Tom Wallace is injured for Oklahoma State I, it kind of takes away the the number one for both of the teams for me. Yeah, so I, I, went, I mean, Chuba Hubbard would uh, be the next yeah. guy, I think, for Oklahoma State. He He's interesting. There was a report that he wasn't going to come out, and then yeah. he like kind of quote-tweeted it and was like, fake news. Um, yeah. So that that's interesting, but uh, I, apparently the NFL doesn't like him as much as some people do. Um, Big playback. Yeah, I like I think he would go day three if he came out, and but I but I like him. Like I think he's like Marlon Mack type. I that's a that's an interesting comp. Um, I like you also. I also agree he's going to go day three if he comes out. Um, not a lot of picks for Oklahoma State either. So no, I think AJ Green was my next one. The corner. Uh, agreed. Texas and M uh, again. I, who'd you? I'm with? with Courtney Davis who. 
Me too. Okay, he yeah. he's someone who I like kind of really like. I like watching him like the the flashes are there. I I think I like him more than Rodgers. Me too. And I think it's interesting because um, both of them, obviously, the flashes are bright, but it's not consistent. Yeah. I think Courtney yeah. Davis goes back to school. And I think he's going to do a lot for himself next year. Um, I think so, yeah. He just seems so much more refined than Kendrick Rogers. That was kind of my main takeaway. No, I, I agree. And, yeah, I like him more. Yeah, he's, he's an interesting guy. Uh, okay, San Diego State County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. <laughs> Why is this name so long? Just call it the Holiday Bowl. Fuck. Because the sponsor isn't the Holiday Inn, but it should be. <laughs> Imagine the Holiday Inn Holiday Bowl. I I would love that. Number 22, USC against number 16, Iowa. Uh, stamp of approval. I think stamp of approval here because, I, for me at least, the prospects I picked are a matchup. Uh, USC left tackle Austin Jackson. Iowa edge rusher AJ Panisa. Also, what I chose. That, Rob. Good that's work, a fun buddy. battle. It is a fun battle because I mean, again, uh, would Austin Jackson be one of those guys that overhyped? Maybe, and you want to do more work on Rob? Yeah, I, I put him in there. Um, I, I've done more work on him than those other guys, though. The other guys, yeah. I, I, I think like, I think we we talked about this off the air, which I'm. I know it's shocking, but we actually are friends, and we do that sometimes. So. so. <laughs> um, we kind of agreed that he should go back, but I think he's going to go. Day, if he comes out, he's a day two guy for me. But we say that, and that's in our mind, where he's like consistently mocked in the first round now. In the first round. He's got the tools yeah. and everything that I think he, the NFL, are, he could like go his in the first feet round. are so smooth, yeah. and he's clearly yeah. a really nice athlete. Um, I think what he does struggle in is pass protection. Uh, yeah. He plays too high. He struggles with power at times. He needs to work uh, on using his hands and length more consistently. So seeing him it's against big game for AJ him. Epinesa, yeah. who I think is yeah. as like NFL ready as they come, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it's going to be massive for him if he can hold his own against Epinesa, who's as good as anybody with their ha- as with his hands as a pass rusher. Like that's massive. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, that's a huge, huge matchup. It's also interesting. Epinesa and Tristan Wirth said they're playing, and there's been rumors that they're both going to return, so I wonder. I just wonder. Yeah. yeah. Good eye there, Rob. Okay, AJ's actual favorite bowl game, the Cheez-It Bowl. <laughs> but AJ also knows that it won't live up to last year's, so. Yeah, this feels like a blow. I don't know. I'm sorry, Cheez-It Bowl fans. Uh, Air Force, Washington State, triple option versus Air Raid. Okay, so Washington State... I chose Anthony Gordon. I feel like that was an easy choice. And I really want to see more Anthony Gordon. So this is a good one. Yeah. Air Force, what the fuck do you choose? (laughs) Oh, you don't know. I thought it was Jeremy Fidgetellum. Clayton's brother, baby. I chose him too. He's actually their best prospect, though. Yeah, and uh, senior safety, also like his brother. And uh, Bloodlines. And yeah, Clayton Fidgetellum. He's really physical. um, I think he could make a roster on specials, like his brother. Like his brother. Remember when Clayton was like making plays for like two weeks? Yeah, it was sick. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, Anthony Gordon going up against Jamie Fedulum. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot with these quarterbacks, even in these small bowl games, just having the, that momentum going into the draft season. If like Gordon can come yeah. out and throw for five hundred yards and six touchdowns, probably and just obliterate Air Force. That does a lot heading into the Senior Bowl. Such a weird matchup, and actually really fun. Yeah, no, I'm really. Yeah, I'm glad it's the Cheez It Bowl. 
the cheese of bullshit just like dedicated itself to making really weird college football games. Agreed. Okay. Unfortunately, we're getting into like high end bowl games now. So. Oh, fuck. But don't worry. Don't worry. After a couple of them, we get back to low bowl, low quality. Uh, Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, number seventeen Memphis against number ten Penn State. Um. Um. Met for Memphis, I, I chose the affirmation Antonio Gibson. Yeah, cor- correct. I did too. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I think you can argue Coxie, but it's between the two of them. Uh, just mm-hmm. I, I, again, I, I think Coxie's probably going to end up going. And back. I, I think like kind of when know. you have a tie like that in your mind, you not give the nod to the guy you know is going to be the class. Yeah, agreed. Um, so yeah, we talked about him. Already. Gib- Gibson, seeing him play all over against a Penn State defense that has NFL yeah. talent, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then for agreed. for Penn State I went with. Uh, you just heard Grossmatos. I also agreed. Easy choice. Um, yeah, Gibson against that defense is going to be a lot of fun. And for Grossmatos, just take over against a group of five team. Get he yourself momentum to, yeah. heading into draft season. You've already declared for yep. the for the draft. Um, kind of surprised he's actually playing in the bowl. I, I was surprised too. I'm glad he is though. I want to see. Yeah, him just because he he he's a guy whose flashes are, are bright, but he's inconsistent. So seeing him, and he's be, he played a lot better down the stretch. He so did, yeah. seeing that uh, in a big game is important. Uh, the Camping World Bowl, number 15, Notre Dame against Iowa State. Uh, Notre Dame, I went with Julian Okwara. Me too. Guy who I think is going to end up going on day two. Um, mm-hmm. But in the like the right system, like I think he's kind of that tweener of – he just he needs to put on size. I'm lower on him than I think most are. He's really athletic, uh, needs yeah. to improve his hands. But he, I love his motor. But to to me, like he's getting a lot of hyper. To in my mind, I know this is a guy I'm in love with, so not everybody is. But like Darrell Taylor is the same style of player, but much much more refined <clears throat> uh, and better and stronger. How do you feel about uh, Kareem? Uh, I think he's gonna be like a late day three guy who's like just a little nice rotational player. Like he's strong against the run, but I don't think he's a great athlete or anything. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Iowa State kind of a tough one to choose. If only Brock Purdy was eligible, you know what I'm Retweet. saying. Retweet. Uh, I want uh, Greg Eisworth. Okay. I I know he probably won't declare. He's a redshirt junior, but yeah. I think he like he is their their defense is one of the better defenses in the Big Twelve. He's very important to it. They play they play a lot of three safety, and he's kind of that chess piece for them on defense. A really mm-hmm. consistent tackler, aggressive football player. Um, who who can play like deep safety? Come play in the box, play a little nickel. I think he's a guy who's next year's draft's gonna have a little bit of uh, draft hype heading into. All right, into the guy, I gotta dig in more on it. You sound like you like. Him I more. do. Like I think to me at minimum he's going to be a high end special teams guy. And I chose a guy who I don't like very much. My state, so. the the defensive tackle Ray Lima, baby. Yeah, no so, thanks. No, no thanks either. Big run stuffer, but yeah, no what thanks. What I need to teach you is when a school lacks uh, a clear guy, just pick a guy who you think can be special. Special teams. teams. <laughs> that's, that's good. I wish you was like an offensive lineman or like a, a run plug. I just have an eye, eye for special teamers. You do? i got to give you credit for that. Okay, we can skip the next two games. Right? Semifinals, baby. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Uh, number four, Oklahoma against number one, LSU. I mean, both... I think for all four playoff teams, all very, in my mind at least, very clear who the top prospect is. Yeah, but you could talk about fucking 30 guys. In oh, Australia. yeah, I know. But we won't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Oklahoma, C.D. Lamb. Correct. LSU, Joe Burrow. Correct. 
I think the really, really interesting thing about CD Lamb is I think he does have a chance um, to be the first receiver off the board. And I think three months ago, people would have, mm-hmm. some people at least, would have scoffed at that. But remember early in the season when people were kind of low on Lamb because he wasn't having those monster games. Yeah, because I, I know he didn't have that many catches, but it was like every he time he touched it. the ball, it was like he, he could t- take it to the house. Yeah, absolutely. And then people finally woke up, baby. Yeah, I think he's got a shot of taking Judy, overtaking Judy. Yeah, um, and, and seeing him against an LSU defense that has Christian Fulton, Derek Stingley, and Grant Talbot mm-hmm. in the secondary, that's like the yeah. perfect time for C.D. Lamb to kind of – because th- for Oklahoma to compete in this game, it's going to be C.D. Lamb having a monstrous game. Yeah, and I mean, a hell of a, hell of a um, big game for Jalen Hurts too. Oh, most definitely. Obviously. Obviously, I mean that's that's a hell of a test. Um, and I mean no one's overtaking Joe Burrow. He's going to be the first overall pick. Heisman winner, biggest Heisman victory of all time, I believe. Yep, sorry, Trice man. Uh, yeah, I still can't. Trismus, the like the least obvious Heisman winner of the two thousands, but somehow was the uh, biggest win in Heisman history. So I'm kind of upset that Joe Burrow overtook him because that would have been a great trivia question in a couple more years. No one would ever get that. That's what I'm saying. I, I think that <laughs> most perfect. people would assume it was Cam Newton. Yeah. Is, is, is Cam second or third? I can't remember. I don't know. Or, anyways. It's Archie Griffin's uh, second one. That, that he probably should not have won. I'll say it. Uh, Joe Burrow against this Oklahoma defense. I think it's just going to be more Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, the LSU O-line is really underrated, so I think they're going to give, like, mm-hmm. Neville Gallimore is obviously, the, and Kenneth Murray, if he's healthy. I think he's going to be. Um, are the guys to yeah, watch on the OU defense? Uh, but ultimately, like Joe Burrow should have as good a game as he's had against like the Texases of the world and whatnot. Gallimore against uh, Damian Lewis. It's a lot of yeah, there, baby. Da- That's a fun match. Damian Lewis is going to be a late riser. Yeah, the dream catcher. Uh, and then the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Uh, number three Clemson against number two Ohio State. I think again, pretty obvious who the guys are. <laughs> Maybe not so much for Clemson. Um, I think it. I, I think it's obviously it's Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons. Simmons. I, I agreed, but I guess you, you'd hesitate more than choosing Chase Young easily. I guess I. Don't know. I just think there's some people who are like extremely high on T Higgins. This is it's gonna be a really. I think like that might be more of a fun thing for NFL draft stock wise, seeing Higgins against his secondary. Yeah, Jeff Okuda, Sean Wade, Damon Arnett. Yeah, that's fun. But also Isaiah Simmons is their best player. Yeah. So. Seeing, seeing Isaiah Simmons against J.K. Dobbins uh, mm-hmm. or, like, spying Justin Fields or, like, blitzing against Wyatt Davis. Like, this is... This, this, this is, like, the best college football semifinal, uh, I think. Yeah, like, not even just in terms of, like, this might be the best 2-3 of all time because yeah. of either of these teams you could argue to be one. Uh, yes. But also just... They're dripping with prospects. There's so many prospects yeah. on both teams. Yeah. So, this like, is the most talented playoff, like, not even just this year prospects, but, like, including the sophomores and freshmen, too. This is the most talented playoff I've ever seen. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and, again, with with Clemson and it's a lot of, like, head-to-head matchups, too, which is awesome. Yeah. Chase Young should unleash. Really excited to see how Trevor Lawrence handles that. I can't wait. I mean, we're going to talk about those games a lot, so let's just let's yeah. give the bowl games like the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl their, their needed attention. Doesn't need any attention. The Westerns. Western Kentucky against Western Michigan. I think that's cool. 
<laughs> Thank you for your. That's analysis. all I got to say. That's all I got to say. I think they should do this every year. They should have centrals against centrals, easterns against eastern, and westerns against westerns. I, I, I would Anyways. like that. I would like that a lot. Uh, not much uh, for Western Kentucky. Who'd you pick? D'Angelo Malone. Respect. Their edge rusher, junior, not going to declare. But I think if anyone's going to get attention as a prospect on this roster, it's him. I went with the old uh, AJ pick and just picked the guard, Miles Pate, who's not very good. I thought you would pick Lucky Jackson. But M- Malone put up monster numbers this year. He had over 20 TFLs and 11 sacks. Yeah. And he, he's kind of a tweener. He's like 6'4", 230-ish. It's weird. weird size. Uh, twitchy. I think a little bit interesting for next year. Uh, I assume we both have Levante Bellamy for Western Michigan. We do. The big bro. play running back. I mean, if I were to power rank bowl games, this one might be my last. <laughs> least. Uh, okay, Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. You love John Wassing, so I don't know what you're talking Sorry. about. Uh, okay, sitting out our Mississippi State corner Cam Dantzler and Louisville offensive tackle Makai Becton. Yeah. Who I think are the top two prospects for both schools. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, I went with, uh, for Mississippi State, center Daryl Williams. Again. I I also did. I think that was an easy yeah, one. Yeah. Underrated guy who I'm surprised not at the senior bowl. Again, the center class is really, really good. I think he's a potential yeah. starter. Uh, who'd you, who'd you choose for Louisville? Des Fitzpatrick. Okay. Too, I, I I like I I like him as a a UDFA like high priority UDFA. Oh, okay. Uh, he's also a junior, so I don't know if he'll declare. But like, I think he's a pretty good route runner, decent athlete, decent hands. I think he should go back, but um, he's to me the most interesting guy after Beckton. I wish Beckton was playing this game. Like, not saying he should be. I'm just yeah. No, I do too. Just because again, we want to see more of him. And Dantzler, it definitely makes sense that he's not playing. Okay, next up we have the Red Box Bowl, Cal versus Illinois. Uh, pretty obviously, I think it's Ashton Davis for Cal. Yeah, I agree. Also, quickly, I didn't even know Red Box was still around. And when, uh, you don't remember the game last year, Michigan State, Oregon? No, I don't know, but the actual company, Red Box. I don't know what it is. Isn't it like the, the, the video rental? Anyways, let's not talk about it. Ashton Davis is the clear pick for Cal. Yeah, one of the best safeties in the class, potential late first-round guy. Mm-hmm. Illinois, a little more interesting. I went with... Aluwale uh, Betaku Jr., the uh, USC transfer, who kind of had a big year for Illinois. Respect. Don't yeah. think he's going to declare, but uh, yeah. an interesting edge rusher. I, I chose Reggie Corbin. He kind of had a down year. I think he, he might not. He did. Him. He did. I don't know either. He, he was like, I had a late draftable on him, but yeah. Uh, the Capital One Orange Bowl, number nine, Florida against number 23, or 24, Virginia. Uh, CJ Henderson's going to sit out for Florida. Yeah. Um, I went with Jabari Zaniga for Florida. I, I went with the. I went with John Grenard. I think it's one or the other. Yeah, I, I, they're actually really close for me, so I agree. I think it's, it's inter- watching them both is fun. It's interesting because they're similar uh, edge rushers in terms of. I don't think either is a great athlete. Both can play inside, outside. Both are really strong against the run at the point of attack. Yeah. Um, I think are both both are going to be like pretty immediate impact guys in the NFL. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think Zaniga's a little more flashy and Grenard's a little more stable. Yeah, Grenard's like, I would put him in my lunch pail. Yeah, exactly. Team, my all exactly. lunch pail team I'm working on. Uh, and then Virginia without Bryce Hall because of the injury. I'm with Charles Snowden. Fair enough. Um, I picked Joe Reed. Is he playing? Yeah. I forgot to try. Yeah. Okay, good. I picked Joe, Joe Reed. Joe Reed doesn't have the ability to sit at a bowl game. <laughs> he should, Rob. Everyone should. Anyways, um... 
Snowden's the more interesting one to watch. Like, I think Joe Reed's a late day three guy. I, I love Joe Reed, but I think with Snowden, think Snowden, I don't think Snowden comes out. But I think with him, that's yeah. You agreed. you are there's just so much what you could potentially make him into. Mm-hmm. So much uh, I do. I like. I like Snowden a lot. I just agreed. I don't think he's going to come out. He's like the most interesting guy to watch for Virginia. Honestly, okay, game. the Belk Bowl, Virginia Tech, Kentucky. Uh, who do you have? Who, I, I I wasn't even sure. I, I chose Stenberg for Kentucky. Me too. I think it was him or Limboden. I think Stenberg obviously yeah. isn't the flashy pick, but uh, I think a potential early day three guy who could potentially plug and play. I really like him. He's a uh, kind of a nasty uh, run blocking guard. Kentucky's been producing a lot of like they have, big physical yeah. guards lately. Yeah. Uh, who'd you choose for Vlad? Uh, Reggie Reggie Floyd. Lot. Yeah, he was, he was my choice. He's too. really interesting um, just because of how he's built and the role he plays. He kind of plays what mm-hmm. Terrell Edmonds played there, where he's playing almost a linebacker overhang safety, like tr- like weird position, but really instinctual physical tackler. Uh, and just First round pick really for the Steelers this year. Yeah. Probably get another box safety on that defense. Really put it together. Uh, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, yes. Florida State against Arizona State. Probably the top four prospects aren't playing. Uh, Brennan Ayuk, Eno Benjamin, Cam Akers are all sitting out, and then Marvin Wilson's injured. Injured. Yeah, so this kind of sucks. I chose uh, Hampson and Zero Dean for Florida State. Another guy, I just want to see him he, He's more. really cool. He's a, f- a really he fun cool. player. He's like the yeah. poor man's Isaiah Simmons in the draft, but like poor man in terms of he probably a day two guy. Uh, yeah. If he declares 6'3", 215. Uh, more of an actual safety than Agreed. Yeah. Isaiah Simmons, Simmons, who's more of an actual linebacker, but they both kind of play all Agreed. over it. Uh, really aggressive physical tackler. I swear he forces a fumble every time I watch him. Uh, Arizona State... <laughs> Lots of tackles, yes. too. Sorry. Arizona St- Who'd you choose for the Sun Devils? What? Who'd you choose for the Sun Devils, Rob? Uh, it's it's a very kind of... I, I, I thought it was between two corners, Kobe Williams and Chase Lucas. Yeah, I actually chose Chase I Lucas. I did, too. But... I, I think there's more to build around there. Uh, he's bigger than Kobe Williams. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think he declares. No. But they, they kind of they have a handful of guys in that secondary. A little bit interesting. Yeah, it was uh, Lucas was a fair sized pro, uh, prospect too, if I remember. Correctly. Yeah, I believe so. like recruit. Yeah. Yeah, recruit. I don't know why I said prospect. Recruit. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. I, I, I wish like I'm not going to blame either of them, but it would have been fun to see how you can. Um, you know, Benjamin playing. AutoZone Liberty Bowl, number 23 Navy against Kansas State. I want Jackson Pittman for Navy, who's maybe the biggest lineman I've ever seen play at a service academy. Yo, he was so much fun in that Army-Navy game. Yeah, he, he's been there, a three-year starter at nose tackle for them. Um, he's 6'3", 300. He was like an actual recruit. Um, and, and I do think he's going to be in a training camp. Yeah, I chose Pittman too, and I mean Malcolm Perry's in the conversation. Yeah, I just think that Perry's a harder one to project yeah. mm-hmm. versus you, you kind of like you could see Jackson Pittman sticking around on a roster. Yeah, and like Pittman against this KC offensive line is actually legit interesting. Yeah, like Holtorf, and then my pick Scott France. I also chose Scott France, uh, yeah. who I think did potential day three selection, mid day three, um, mm-hmm. kind of. What you'd expect out of the Kansas State offensive lineman. Uh, run blocking is where he excels. Yeah. Needs to clean up his footwork. I, I think he's a guard in the NFL. Um, yeah, cause I, you know, I, I agree. 
agree with you. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's I don't tackle. think he's a great athlete, and I think he struggles in pass yeah. protection. But he he's physical in the run game, and he plays through the whistle like an SOB. So, mm-hmm. I, like I think he'll be in the lead for a decent amount of time. Yeah. Um, him him and Holtorf, I kind of same feeling about him. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, just same. like they're gonna be, Holtorf might not get picked, but. I think uh, Holter's got that BJ Finney pro comp, so it's fine. Uh, the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl, Wyoming against Georgia State. Uh, I went with Logan Wilson for Wyoming, who's going to be yeah, at the Senior Bowl. Who's yeah. um, more of an old school throwback linebacker? I think a potential like late day three guy who's a really good tackler, but doesn't doesn't have the athleticism to uh, be a, a starting linebacker. Kind of cool that he's at the Senior yeah. Bowl. No, I'm interested to see him in coverage because, I mean, that's going to make or break his stock. Uh, and then Georgia State, I'm with Tra Burnett. Not a bit, like, not a great group of guys to choose from, no offense. Uh, but yeah. an explosive running back who is kind of uh, a little jitterbug back there. I went to the old AJ formula and just chose Andre Atkinson, who not very fond of. Why, why do you keep picking people you don't like? Pick someone you like. I don't because I don't like any of them. Well, Barnett, yeah, Barnett's Burnett. way more interesting than some offensive linemen you don't like. That's fair enough. Well, isn't he? Or do you secretly like all these offensive linemen? Shut up. Don't tell anyone. Okay, the Valero Alamo Bowl. Number 11, Utah against unranked Texas. Why does like, Utah get shafted to the point they're playing an unranked team? <laughs> yeah, that does kind of like, suck. Like, they were almost um, in the playoff, but no, hey, you lost to a top 10 school, so now you're playing a nobody. Like, I know it's yeah. Texas, but it's still a nobody. Hey, I, you know, I, I don't know why I didn't think of this yet. Like, I don't know. It's weird, right? Yeah, it does suck. Like... Like, they could have easily been in the Citrus Bowl instead of Michigan. Yeah. I mean, I guess Minnesota gets Outback because they, uh... uh yeah, why? Or, or over Minnesota. I don't know. Anyways. It's weird. I just think it's a weird, like, it's like the one thing. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, who'd you pick? <laughs> uh, I went with Zach Moss for Utah and Brandon Jones for me, Texas. Me too, Rob. Um, I'm glad they're both playing. Yeah, Utah has Jalen Johnson sitting out, uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, both these guys could super not play and it would be fine though they're both seniors they're yeah, both going to be at the senior bowl they're both uh, probably day two picks yeah I'm surprised like I'm surprised Zach Moss is playing but I respect him I'm not more. surprised just because like that's kind of the vibe the he way he off. is same with Brandon uh, yeah, Jones ex- exactly. to be honest yeah no, that's fine um, but yeah I think that's a fun matchup between the two Brandon Jones one of the best tackling DBs in the country Zach Moss one of the hardest runners in the country fun matchup mm-hmm. okay Outback Bowl number 18 Minnesota against number 12 Auburn uh, I'm with Tyler Johnson for Minnesota, and then obviously Derek Brown for Auburn. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I'm also awesome that Derek Brown's playing. Uh, it's gonna be fun to watch him and T- Tyler. Jo- Tyler Johnson. This is a big chance the, uh, for him. Exactly, exactly. Put it on a show against Javaris Davis and a top SEC defense. Get some hype going into draft season. Uh, and then Derek Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's obvious. He's top ten prospect in the class. Minnesota has linebacker Kamal Martin sitting out. Uh, yep. Okay, the Verbo Citrus Bowl. Number 14, Michigan number against number 13, Alabama. Alabama without corner Trevon Diggs and edge rusher Terrell Lewis. Um, I chose Cesar Ruiz, uh, the center for Michigan, and then Jerry Judy. Interesting. I, I chose Josh Uchi, um, who I think like could help himself a lot in this game. That's a, a rough matchup for him, though, so that's that's going to be really interesting to watch. And Jerry Judy. How like, high are you on Uchi? Not very high. Oh, like Cesar Ruiz is a day two guy, I think. I I'm okay. I like him, but I'm not in love with him. Damn, you're low on him. 
yeah, yeah I, I seeing him against like Raekwon Davis, I think is going to be big mm-hmm. for his stock if he declares. Um, again, really strong center class. I have a lot of centers on my as my picks, and then yeah, Judy sure. against like Levert Hill in that Michigan secondary, big chance for. I mean, he's going to be most people's wide receiver one or two, so it's not like he needs a massive game to keep the hype going. But yeah, uh, I'm surprised he's playing. Yeah, kind of. I he doesn't mean, need to. Especially, no, he doesn't. Uh, okay, the Rose Bowl game presented by Northwestern Mutual. Number six, Oregon. I guess number eight, Wisconsin. I went with Justin Herbert for Oregon. Tyler Biedish. Say it. Biedish for Wisconsin. Yeah, I chose the exact same too. Uh, Herbert. I don't. I don't want to say he needs a big game, but I want to see a big game, and I think I've been saying this for two it's, years. So. It's like we said on Jordan Love, like we said on some of, Anthony Gordon. Just get big bowl game. I mean, it's obviously his has way more people watching it, but uh, yeah. just heading into senior bowl season, draft season, a lot of momentum. Wisconsin's got a good defense, good not defense, like a super yeah. talented one, but a really technically sound one. So having a big yep. game in a big moment, winning the Rose Bowl, heading into draft season, would be massive. I agree. The issue is interesting because he's going to go up against like Jordan Scott, Scott and uh, yeah. kind of a hefty Oregon defensive line. And just seeing it's him handle matchup. power is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The All-State Sugar Bowl, number five, Georgia against number seven, Baylor. I went with Andrew Thomas for Georgia and Denzel Mims for Baylor. Agreed with you, Rob. Um, I do think Andrew Thomas versus uh, James Lynch, Lynch is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, for Lynch sure. Lynch one of the most underrated prospects in the class. Andrew Thomas, a potential top five pick. And then Mims just against a good defense show up. Yeah, sturdy secondary. Agreed. Uh, the ticket smarter Berman Hamble. Every time I read it, I, try, I think I'm going to say ticket master. Uh, Boston College against number 21 Cincinnati. It's another uh, one where it feels like Cincinnati should have played someone cooler. Yeah, agreed. Um, who'd you choose for BC? Uh, I chose Max Richardson, their linebacker, who tackling machine they they kind of play him in an overhang role uh and all over the linebacker group or linebacker core uh i think he's a guy he's not going to declare but i think he's a guy who's going to have uh be interesting for next year dylan's sitting out right yeah yeah sorry i didn't mention yeah that. yeah no no um i wasn't sure i forgot to check i had richardson second too i had dylan first but richardson second. yeah he's just again not going to declare they don't have a ton of guys yeah. no they don't i mean yeah. Some offensive linemen, but uh, I think Richardson's the most interesting guy that's playing. No, uh, and then for Cincinnati, I went with Michael Warren. I, I chose Ritter. I know he's not really um, going to come out or anything, but uh, I think he's more fun. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. a weird. I just think like since like Boston College barely bowl eligible, let Cincinnati play someone better, and it's yeah. the same thought I had no. about Utah Texas. There's a lot of good matchups, but yeah, there's there's these couple ones are just like why. I know it's like the majority of it's good, so I shouldn't complain. But it just yeah. it feels like a shaft to a, a school like Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I agree, I, but fuck it, go and kick PC. Fuck ass. it, you get to go to Birmingham. Congrats. <laughs> uh, the Taxler Gator Bowl, Indiana against Tennessee. Now this is what I get up for. <laughs> See, this is a good matchup because. Neither of them are really good. So. Perfect. Uh, Indiana's tough. Koi Kronk, my boy, is injured, so he's not playing. Uh, I went yeah, with regard to Simon Stepaniak. Me too. <laughs> Kronk against uh, Taylor would be Yeah, good. and then for Tennessee, I went with Darrell Taylor, one of my favorite players. Me, me too. He's Yannick Ngakwe, I'm telling you. Whoa. Whoa. That's I love cool. Darrell I like Taylor, Ngakwe. one of my faves. 
I keep saying how much I love him. Uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Ohio, Nevada. The famous. Uh, I went with Javon Hagen for Ohio and Tyson Williams uh, for Nevada because Jake Nelson's out injured. Yeah, I also <laughs> you know how to choose Nathan Rourke though, baby. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, agreed on the other one. Yeah, T- Tyson Williams, uh, interesting, yeah. not senior, so he'll be back. But uh, interesting, yeah. feisty DB Hagen. I think a special team safety, and I, I love special teams. Yeah, I agree. I liked him. Uh, um, sorry, another military game. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Southern Miss against Tulane. Uh, I'm with Quez Watkins, the receiver for Southern Miss, and Patrick Johnson, the edge for Tulane. Yeah, me too. Um, that key is not bad either. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I, don't I think Tulane's t- t- got um, Mooney and uh, McCleskey as well. Mm-hmm. Like Tulane's yeah, not like lacking. I, I just yeah. like Patrick Johnson a little bit. Uh, and then but him and Watkins are both juniors, though, so they'll both probably go back to school. Watkins, mm-hmm. I think, going to have uh, a lot of hype for the group of five receivers next year. It's a big Interesting. play guy. Uh, and then finally, the Lending Tree Bowl, where I think I'm the proudest of my two picks here for ULL in Miami of Ohio. Uh, Robert Hunt. Robert Hunt. Your boy. My, yeah, one of my favorite players in the class, senior bowl guy. I think he's going to be a, end up locking himself in a day two at the senior bowl. Um, mm-hmm. Just big draft crush on him. And for Miami of Ohio, it's Samuel Sloman, the kicker. Fuck it. I did the same thing. He's actually <laughs> the best Sloman. kicker. Shout out to front of the show, Matt McCoon, who got us in, into Sloman. Yeah, should should be at a bowl game. Like he, a, I think he's one of the best kickers in the class. Sloman, he, balls of steel, baby. Ice in his face. Okay, that was a lot of talking. We're going to do an ad, and we're going to rip through these bowl games really quick with very little analysis. Uh, Let's do it, baby. I need to make dinner. Uh, Me too. Remember the days when you were always ready to go, guys? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue and chew like whatever AJ always says. I don't know what he's saying. Blue che- like to masticate. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach like I will after dinner. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever opportunity arises. If you can benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fastest and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares, ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. And get your first shipment free. Use the special promo code armchair. Just pay five dollars. Uh, again, that's blue b l u e chew.com. Promo code armchair to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank you for sponsoring this podcast, which is called Seven Rides. Can, can I break a little news? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Graham Harrell staying at USC. Three year deal. Good. That's the only reason to uh, retain uh, Clay Helton. Retweet. Uh okay, college football bowl week one. Yes. Uh, ten bowl games until our next episode. I assumed. Perfect. Uh okay, two p.m. Friday, two p.m. ESPN makers wanted Bahamas bowl. We already mentioned all these games, but Buffalo, Charlotte, <laughs> Buffalo seven point favorites. I'm taking Buffalo. I'm I'm taking Charlotte plus the points, baby. Okay. Alex Heisman goes up. Uh, seventh fr- also Friday, seven thirty, ESPN two, Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Frisco Bowl, Utah State seven point favorites against Kent State. I'm taking Utah State. Jordan Love go out there and just destroy them. 
Yeah, 100% agree. Saturday, 2 p.m., ESPN, New Mexico Bowl, Central Michigan against San Diego State. I'm taking the Aztecs. I just think better suited mm-hmm. to just grind out this game. I, I agree with you. A little tough, but I agree. I'm taking it's the Aztecs. It's kind of an interesting one. Like Not really, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just selling myself on these. Uh, 2.30 p.m., CBS uh, Sports Network, FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl, Liberty against Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern five-point favorites. Uh, this one a little hard. Who are you going with? I agree. I'm going Liberty plus points. I put down Georgia Southern. I guess I'll stick with it, but that's was my hardest pick. It's no, yeah, it was actually difficult. Let's see, Buckshot, baby. Three thirty, ABC, Cherry Bunny, Boca Raton Bowl, SMU at FAU. Uh, SMU three and a half point favorites since it's in Boca Raton. It's at FAU. Um, I'm going with SMU. I'm going with SMU as well. A little, little tough. Uh, should be a fun game. The total seventy and a half, so that's cool. I'm also taking the Mustangs. Uh, Five thirty ESPN. Cam, the Camel. Cam, this one I can't. Camellia. I can't say it. FIU at Arkansas State. Arkansas State two and a half point favorites. I'm taking Arkansas. Me State. too. I think their passing game is just pretty good. It's it's actually again fun bowl. Uh, yeah, Seven thirty ABC Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. Number nineteen Boise State against Washington. Uh, Washington three and a half point favorites. I'm taking Boise State. I thought about this one. I, I'm taking the Huskies. But uh, I think this is an interesting. Washington without Adams and Bryant, uh, mm-hmm. Easton's not been consistent. I just Boise State. I just think there's a safer pick. I'm surprised they're not favored. You know, what? I like that pick too because like Easton just felt like the only time he was really doing anything was going to Bryant. Yes. Uh, I'm going to stick with my Huskies. Though. 9 p.m. ESPN R plus L Carriers New Orleans Bowl number 20 App State against UAB. I'm going with App State. I just think there's so much more talent. I know Drinkwitz is gone, but they're. Mm-hmm. Um, they named their O-line coach the new head coach. I just think they're, they're not like maybe next season they'll feel the effects of Drinkwitz early, but I think for this bowl game they're going to be up for they're it. And they just have more I, I 100% agree. Yeah, minus 17, I, I'm not worried about it. Uh, okay, Monday, 2.30, ESPN, Bad Boys, Morris, Gasparilla Bowl, Central Florida, 17 and a half points against Marshall. I'm taking uh, the Golden Knights. Me too. And finally, Tuesday... Uh, 8 p.m. ESPN, SoFi Hawaii Christmas Bowl, Eve. Christmas Eve, BYU at Hawaii. I'm taking Hawaii plus two. I am too. I can never pick against Hawaii at home, baby. Yeah, and I feel like it's so dependent on which Cole McDonald we get, but ultimately it just feels more fun to pick Hawaii. It's it's Christmas, Cole, Rob. He won't, he won't disappoint. Thanks. thanks for that analysis. Uh, thanks for listening to this podcast as well, Seven Rounds of Heaven. Uh, we will have you covered all draft season. And uh, for AJ Marchese... I'm Rob Paul. Goodbye.